This week on the podcast, we're joined by Indy Falco 64 who tells us about V-Rising. I do, in fact, have a phone and have played a little bit of Diablo Immortal. And, of course, it's the first show of the month. We have Deals of the Month. All of that and more in this week's episode of the podcast. Roll the intro. We got dubstep in here. That's what that I was, was perfect. <laughs> Absolutely magical. Please, please be at my wedding. Be the DJ. Yeah, I will actually. Just give, give me a microphone, and I will like just do uh, uh, intensifying, slowly lower decibels. Yeah. So until I, everyone leaves. I do have a quick question for you guys. Do you want to hear a dubstep love song? Hmm. I you. Anyways, oh, hello, Thanks, welcome to next. <laughs> hello, welcome I to love next. You too. <laughs> hello, and welcome to next to nothing, a podcast for gamers on a budget. I'm your host, Danny K. With me, as always, the wonderful, the beautiful, the Mr. Green Elite. Green, how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm okay. He's so sexy. I'm here. I'm alive. I woke up this morning. You know the huge. Uh, in all in all seriousness, I'm doing pretty good. I I took the day to tinker with some things especially my audio so hopefully it sounds good you and sound uh yeah crisp and clear thanks Lich. i try danny how you doing <laughs> i'm doing pretty good pretty good can't complain at least not yet we're also joined by the spooky and the ukulele the mendachi mendachi how are you today yeah, i'm pretty ukulele man i spent all day throwing metal and sand and stuff and I just got a headache, and it could be from the aluminum shavings and powder that I inhaled for ten and a half hours today, or it could be the fact that I put, you know, probably way too many hours into Diablo Immortal, and I came back uh, lesser for it. Yeah, that... could be a little bit of A, a little bit of B. Yeah, probably, probably both. Yeah, that could definitely be a part of it. Um, we're also joined by Andy Falco sixty four, who we were supposed to have on uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, but you were feeling under the weather. Indy, I'm so glad that you could join us this week. I'm glad that you're feeling well enough to come on. Uh, for those who have not met you yet, who are you? What do you do? And where can people find you? I am uh, Indy Falco 64. I play a lot of indie games. Rare occasion, some AAA stuff. Uh, mostly find me on Twitch. I am also on Twitter, uh, both by Indy Falco 64. So not too hard to find. Um, I think I'm on. Yeah, I'm on YouTube too. But I'm like working on like trying to change the name and the URL and stuff. But that one's a little harder to find. But I am also on YouTube. Um, and yeah, that's it, man. Content creator. Play a lot of games. Love pixel art to death. Uh, love indie games, old school games. You name it, man. Especially spoopy stuff. I love the spoops. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm working on my URL for my YouTube as well. Like, I hopefully can change that in the near future because I think. I think my URL for my personal page is still spicy cornhole. What? I made it in like 2011, something like that. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Beautiful. I thought, what would be funny? You know, a spicy butthole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 11 years, 11 years it. of having a red hot brown <laughs> ring. <laughs> Um, so two things real quick before I forget, guys, <laughs> uh, we have a project that's in the works that Indy is deeply involved in. So make sure you follow the next to nothing Twitter for when we finally announce that or well, 
it's it's kind of an open secret, but I'm gonna leave the mystery here. Um <laughs> Uh, so make sure you guys follow the next to nothing uh, podcast uh, Twitter for when all those announcements and like when things start. Um, and then also don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube because we're working really hard to get 500 subscribers. So don't forget to subscribe to the next to nothing YouTube, but guys, thanks for watching and listening to the show. If you miss any part of the show, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. If you want to join us live, you can do that on Tuesdays. 7 p.m. Central Time on Twitch. If you want to be a part of the show, you can answer the question of the week. This week, we're asking, what would you name your game studio, and what kind of games would you make? I have one, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask uh, Indy first. Yeah. Of course you had to go to me first. I forgot about this, and I stopped thinking about it. Uh, I don't know what I would name it, but it'd absolutely be Indie Games and Pixel Art Games Galore. Because I have a big heart for that. And the most important thing for making games, besides intelligence and a good business plan, is, is pouring love into it. If you don't pour love into your games, then how is it's hard for other people to love it, you know? Yeah. Mendachi. Probably. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Indy. What are you going to say? No, 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 no. You're good. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> You're good? Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, mine would probably, probably be Team Quarrel. And uh, we would just make Ooh. fighting games. Uh, you'd have like a big old like bloody cut up quarrel. And then there would be a laurel of leaves, like uh, say a laurel that you would give to a gladiator champion when he mm -hmm. wins a fight uh, before you feed him to the lion, because that that's your gift. You don't get freedom. There is only blood. Nice. Damn. Metal. Fucking metal. Green, how about you? Uh, the studio that I like, the name for the studio I would have is called Only 151. And I would make <laughs> an exclusive deal with Nintendo to only Ooh. make a remake every so often, like every, like, I would say five years, only like remake the f original Gen 1 Pokemon games. Fucking uh, every heathen. five years. Fucking heathen. There's only 151 Pokemon. Man, I I'd be buying. I'd be buying every single release. Are are you looking to catch these hands? Uh, you know where I live. <laughs> Walk around and find out, Danny. <laughs> it's true. You can't sneak up on Green's house because of the absolute swarm of pugs and cameras. I'm a I'm a, a paranoid person. Okay. <laughs> um, my game studio would be called Zen Garden Games, and then we would make those simulator games like. Uh, power washing simulator that like you Ooh. just like they're just zen you know house flipper mm. uh, i feel that i feel that a lot yeah yeah Tr uh uh like euro you know road trucker stuff like that that's those are the kind of games the the shut your farming simulator all those kind of zen garden games that's that's what we'd, we'd produce so guys let us know in the comments or you can tweet at us at next uh, uh ntn pod no next to nothing pod at next to nothing PC. At next to nothing PC. Thank you. On uh, on Twitter. Let us know what you guys think. Or uh, you can also answer us on Spotify if you're on Spotify. So let's not bury the lead too much. There, There is a very controversial game out right now. Uh, let's go on ahead and start. 
with uh, Diablo Immortal. Are you okay, Green? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, cool. I don't know what happened, but the cat like just jumped off my uh, off my arm, and all of a sudden I heard nothing. So. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, let's it talk evaporated. About, let's talk about Diablo Immortal. Uh, it is probably one of the most controversial games that we'll talk about in a very long time. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it was, it was incredibly controversial when it was introduced and very memed on and it's finally out and it really doesn't seem like it's going to be getting any less controversial and probably will continue to get memed on for a while. So some of the opening information, Diablo Mortal uh, should be available in all countries and territories except for Belgium and Netherlands, possibly due to those countries' regulations on loot box and microtransactions. It's available on iOS and Android devices as well as PC. Natively, I might add, uh, you just need to go to the Battle.net store front because they knew, they knew you were just going to emulate it anyways. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> why, why miss out? on any extra revenue uh to the uh play uh to the google play store when you're gonna you know just emulate it on something like that um for transparency's sake i only played the first two ish at most hours of the game in pretty sporadic bursts i basically got past um the skeleton king and that's uh the part of the gameplay itself i'm basing my impressions on i also played on my uh, what is now becoming a geriatric iPhone X. Um, you guys, uh, I can't remember exactly. Um, Mandachi, I know you played. Green, you haven't. Indy, have you played? No, but I have been watching pretty closely. Um, I just, I didn't want to um, use, utilize the hours on it, to put it nicely. Gotcha. Green, I'm, and I'm correct, you haven't played, right? I have not played, no. Okay. No, I don't, uh, yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. No. <laughs> uh, Mendachi, how much have you played and what were you playing on? Uh, okay, so I played on a Samsung. Uh, I guess it'd be a 1ESFE or whatever the hell they call Samsung <laughs> phones anymore. Yeah, uh, basically it's this big. <laughs> and uh, it it's got like... A, it's got pretty good like processing power uh, that doesn't really stop the game from being chunky as hell. And uh, it's certainly got hot as balls. Like the screen was hot to the touch. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was fine. But as far as like, you know, cell phone go, uh, cell phone games go, especially ones where you're, you have freedom of movement. A cell phone screen is like just too small. Uh, this game uh, like loves to just fill up the whole screen with just shit. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about all that mm-hmm. here in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but basically, like, yeah, it like if you are gonna check this out, like cell phone, man, no, like get a tablet. I, I would say even like a larger phone than like if you get like a Max, like an iPhone, yeah. like any of the iPhone Maxes, any of those like larger screens would be better than at least the 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 ten. Um, yeah, I I think mine's like uh, maybe three inches wide and then about roughly five and a half, maybe close to six inches long. Yeah, my phone. Um. 
so yeah, the gameplay for this is a lot like how you'd expect any other Diablo game to play. Same isometric top-down uh, view, fighting hordes of monsters in an ARPG genre standard way, right? Diablo set the standard for hack and slash and ARPGs. Um, you know, so that there's not too much really here to be like surprised about. Uh, on the left-hand side of the screen, you have, a, at least when you play mobile, uh, you have a virtual joystick uh that's used to move and then on the right screen is all your abilities uh and actions that you can activate there's also some other stuff with like um uh chat and whatever else uh the game does tote itself as a mobile um, uh, mmorpg experience so you do see other players around uh the map player chat uh, and you'll be doing dungeons with other players uh the game you have uh some of the i think what's kind of considered classic Diablo classes like the barbarian crusader, demon hunter, monk, necromancer, and wizard. Is that, does that sound correct to you? Uh, Mendachi? Uh, at least for Diablo three, uh, barbarians like been a long standing class. Yeah. Uh, so same thing with wizard, uh, monk is also like a Diablo two, I believe, but like things like demon hunter and crusader those are uh, diablo 3 add add-ons for sure um this this game does have uh like you said necromancer as well that's an that's an old school that uh diablo 3 players actually had to wait for a long time to actually see so it was kind of cool to actually see uh, a ton of choices right off the bat as far as characters go okay we're back sorry about that that was a uh, weird little discord thing okay so as someone who's like relatively new to Diablo, but I have played some Diablo clones and I've like watched that kind of contact. Uh, um, and as I was saying, like my dad was a huge Diablo two player. I watched my dad play a lot of Diablo two. Um, the, the, the game looks pretty standard for the genre and what Diablo is in terms of the gameplay itself. Right. I don't think you're going to be looking at anything revolutionary or groundbreaking for the genre or the, uh, or like the 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 franchise, right? So uh, the game is free to play, but it's really heavily monetized, and we're going to talk about that. Um, well, let's talk about it now. Like, what in what ways? Because it's caused a lot of um, controversies. Like, in what ways is the game monetized? Well, here are just a few of the things that uh, Blizzard wants you to buy. They have a battle pass because, of course, there is. Um, and it's pretty much what you would expect. Additional gear for when you level up and, and complete certain things within the season. Uh, and you can get uh, the battle pass for $5 or another one for like $15. That is just like you get the rewards quicker. Yeah, uh, uh, that one also, it's not just rewards quicker, but it's actually like you, you'll progress as normal and it will give you some like extra gold, like just plain without the battle pass, you get gold and you get a couple different resources. If you buy the $15 battle pass, you're getting tokens to buy loot boxes and stuff. Yeah. In order to actually like get the full, uh, uh, I guess, value, if you will, it takes an exceptional amount of time for you to actually get that bar all the way filled up. Uh, and at the end of that, it's a skin for your character. But yeah, it's 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 loot box tokens and and crap like that. Yeah, uh, you can get cosmetics. You can pay for cosmetics, which on its own, I 
like skins and stuff like that, cosmetics aren't like the biggest deal in the world. Uh, in terms of, but it depends on how they on how they sell them to you. Uh, there's an a there's a premium currency called Eternal Orbs that can be exchanged into platinum, which can then be used to buy in-game items. Uh, bundles which come with Eternal Orbs and cosmetics you can buy. Um, there are crests which are loot modifiers for Elder Rifts, which are dungeons like these special dungeons. So you can buy these items that increase your chance of getting drops in like in these uh in in these dungeons uh anything you want to add there mandachi yeah so uh as far as rifts go that was like a really huge portion is still a huge portion for diablo 3 uh they've got like their nephilim rifts and greater rifts uh in order to get to these you would also you would have to farm some pretty exceptional items. And then going in, you were almost uh, always guaranteed to have a pretty wild time, uh, big boss battle at the end, so on and so forth. These rifts you can do solo. You can also have a party. I highly recommend a party because enemies in this game are damage sponges. Um, w without actually using any of these purchasable tokens, by the way, you're not going to get jack shit because the RNG for uh, good equipment in Diablo Immortal is so out of this world. Uh, more often than not, you are going to get some dog doo-doo. So uh, I've, I've tried a couple riffs where I've just done no tokens, and yeah, you're going to leave with a whole bunch of stuff to salvage at the blacksmith if you use... Um, say like the high end purple token you're going to at least walk away with uh one legendary item which would be a gold colored item uh that typically have really good stats and they have bonus stuff and everything like that like it's just so ridiculously better to use the things that you would otherwise have to spend money on and uh the first time that you actually go to do one of those rifts you're given a quest and uh, it essentially gives you a tutorial and then it gives you one of those because what do you do when you go to a casino and you know, like you win once. You're you... like, all right, here's your, here's your voucher, man. Yeah. <laughs> Have a night at the hotel, bro. <laughs> How about you say a little while? Yeah. Right. Oh, here's you a free drink the first the one for free. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. Free buffet ticket just for you. Yeah, how about you hang out a while? I bet after you eat some food and have some drinks, you'll uh, want to go back to the table. Yeah. So, like, the game is really heavily monetized. And it's been a it's been a big point of criticism. It's actually, I was looking at the Metacritic score, and it's, like, under one for users uh, mm -hmm. because of the monetization. Um, so, I'm actually not going to quote the number here because I, I was listening to their video earlier, but Bellular News did, like, a breakdown. And it could take several thousands of dollars to upgrade a character fully. The the number that was getting tossed around from like their breakdown, I guess, wasn't exactly accurate. Uh, it was like a um one hundred ten thousand dollars. Yeah, that uh, that was the number that I had seen. One hundred ten thousand dollars for uh, a fully uh, vamped up character, and yeah. uh, I believe the Metacritic score was like point eight. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, it's uh, um okay. Back to Diablo Immortal. I mm-hmm. uh, we we were talking about um how much money it could take to to fully upgrade a character now the number that people were quoting from bellular news was like a hundred uh was hundred ten thousand dollars yeah that's not accurate i oh. from from what uh bellular was saying earlier today that was just like i don't know what the exact number was is but it it could be like very exorbitant to fully upgrade a character and part of that is because of like having to get the crest modifiers and uh like orbs and stuff like that you basically have a randomized chance to progress so if you think about it mm-hmm. in terms of what ea got in trouble for with battlefront 2 yeah and how progression was tied to loot boxes very similar situation where in order to progress you have to you have to get certain items that are randomly dropped um some items with like a five percent uh drop which i guess in mmos is not like super duper low but it's also still a pain in the ass yeah in comparison when diablo 3 launched uh there were some items that had a sub one percent drop rate uh and then getting that item to actually drop with stats that were actually pertinent to your character or build it basically like i mean it's a it's a measurable numerical value but you might as well call it impossible at that point uh i don't think that this has like you know taken that many steps back i mean diablo 3 launched in like i think it was 2012 so we i mean like they've been they've been dealing with that for you know 10 years so yeah. speaking of speaking of ten years, we did talk about that hundred and ten thousand dollar deal. Or if you don't want to spend money, I've been seeing and hearing a lot lately that it would just take you ten years of daily play, going through your dailies and going through quests. So it's, I mean, you know, like it's ten longevity. years, not too bad. It's longevity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clash of Clans definitely lasted that long. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, just match the colors to get the AK so you can shoot the zombies so that they won't bite the lady in the bathroom. <laughs> ten, ten years. Mobile game. So, um, yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah, so I did actually, uh, actually ask my Discord, like, just, hey, guys, I want some thoughts. A uh, friend of the show, Max, had this to say. Um, he hasn't reached the uh, main problem of the game, which is seems to be strictly at end game. Uh, most mobile games for him, uh, about four to six hours of early game, uh, fun to hook you in, followed by either uh, paying more for uh, paying for more fun time or waiting eight hours to get enough for about one or two hours of fun time. Um, and he hasn't really uh, the yeah the game really hasn't hit that with a level cap of sixty. Um, he's played for about 20 hours and sitting at level 45, uh, and being dealing with kind of like the first soft wall, uh, he says of leveling starting around 30, uh, you start to hit restrictions, uh, for story quests, um, which is pretty normal in mobile games. 
um, and you kind of make up the XP deficit with uh, bounties or are limited to a 12-day, um, like, refill timer. Yeah. Yep. Um, the bounties are generally kill X quests, so they are pretty easy, and the rifts are what uh, you will be grinding for the end game anyway. Uh, the crux of the problem are with the cru- uh, with the crests. You need the uh, these rifts. The legend, the eternal legendary crests, are the loot box of the game. They are extremely rare and not impossible to get for a free play- uh, free to play player. Uh, end game is to build out a legendary set of gear with six legendary gems. Both gear and gems can be leveled up. And here is the stickler: the legendary gems can be one star to five star. The one stars and two stars can be crafted. The good gems are RNG. Um, Max is actually, he says he's loving the game. It's the least mobile mobile game he's played, but having looked up the end game dilemma is going to be fun to work around. Uh, according to him, that's, that's, um, Max, uh, uh, Max Demesis's, uh, opinion on, um, on it. Uh, Mendachi continue with, uh, some of your thoughts. So first and foremost, this is like, Imagine if Blizzard didn't make Diablo like someone else did, and then Blizzard came out with this. It basically feels like someone else's take on a Diablo-esque game. It's like a Diablo clone. It throws the typical things at you that you've come to know about Diablo, like your classes, the, the general story and atmosphere, including most of the NPCs. You've got RNG equipment. You got piles of cannon fodder enemies that just explode in blood piles and bones every time you you know you punch them, uh, and, and just busted ass elites. Things that are throwing out arcane cannons along with jailers that throw up walls while also throwing mo- uh, mortar shells. It kind of feels more like um, about six years into Diablo 3's life, where they still didn't really necessarily have like a a good grasp on balance for the the different different attributes that their elite crowds could have and then you also have these sprawling dungeons the issue that the the big issue that i have with sprawling dungeons in this is i'm not sitting down controller in my hands got my friends in my ears on my headset or whatever and we're just going through hanging out. I am sitting down with a boiling hot phone in my hands, uh, probably on like a break at work. And you've thrown a three to five floor dungeon at me. Dungeons in this uh, are not just straight line hallways either. They are like rounded. They are asymmetrical. They are big squares filled with little squares in them and all these other like errant hallways that are also filled with enemies. And of course, if you don't kill all the enemies, you're not going to get all of your chances to get better loot. In order to get the most out of any sort of Diablo experience, you're going to want to kill everything and search every corner so that you can get more chances to get better equipment. And that does not change here with Diablo Immortal. You level up fast, you get new skills, just like end state Diablo 3, where you could level up fairly quickly. Though I did notice that that started to taper off once you get to your mid-20s. I myself have played for about five, six hours and I've gotten to level 30 and then tried a whole bunch of events. So 
I would say that a majority of that time is not spent actually fighting. It's actually just going, talking to an NPC, getting a quest, walking to another area, and then talking to another NPC, walking to another area, clear a mob, grab an item, walk back to an NPC. It's very, very monotonous, and it is just absolutely painful foot-dragging, just like your first time that you ever played Diablo 3. This is something that players who have beat Diablo 3, that's when you actually get to enjoy the game, because you can go into adventure mode, you can go into uh, uh, just, like, seasonal mode, things like that, where you don't have to worry about the monotonous, kind of long, dragged-out story of go here, do this, go here, do that, and rinse, repeat. However, that's this entire game. Uh, Alongside that, the skills that your characters have, at least for the monk that I played, are basically carbon copies of everything that the monk was capable of in Diablo 3. You start out with the ability to use Seven-Sided Strike, which is a phenomenal and very cool-looking monk skill that you had in, in Diablo 3. And then your next one is a sort of, like, dive-kick, like, cool thing that you can bounce off of walls and smash into groups of enemies. A lot of these things, while they weren't exactly that, you had very, very similar abilities in Diablo 3. So it doesn't really feel like they've actually gone in to do much different from a game that was out for 10 years. Uh, yeah, it's eh, it's like it it just has like a little bit more flavor. That's about it. Uh, the weapon and armor designs are great. Uh, I haven't really seen a lot of rinse repeat stuff as far as that goes, so that's nice. It's also really nice to be able to customize your characters, uh, even just a little bit. Like, you can go in, there's three faces to choose from for for males and females, and you have a few hairstyles, there's nothing crazy, you can choose your hair color, and then it has some sliders and stuff like that. Like, that's that's fine. But, uh, you know, like, you'll never even see that, ever, because you're wearing piles of armor, and then you're also staring at a phone about yay big, and the... You know, it's an isometric top-down view anyway, so you're never really going to see them. Uh, There's a gear leveling system as well, which is nice, that Diablo 3 didn't have. Uh, So it allows your rare equipment to have more life than, you know, the previous title. And you've still got gem slots, and then grinding for better gems, and leveling those gems. And (laughs) But, you know, if, if that sounds really awful, you could just, you know, buy resources with real dollars to level them harder and faster though what did this uh what did this run yeah. like for you by the way danny uh, it ran okay i don't know it just wasn't a great experience just because playing a game like it, 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 mo- this idea for me that like you can create these fully like triple a experiences on mobile phones is a little annoying yeah. just simply because like playing on a phone is not like wanting to play for hours on a phone is not a desire that i have no like no. especially not yeah. on like cell service man like thinking no. about 4g 5g like why the fuck would i want to see that phone bill yeah well in like the ergonomics of it too like the ergonomics of like sitting hunched over your phone like 
in twiddling a your goblin. thumbs. Yeah, like that that is not very comfortable. Like you using my phone like on the couch, like why? I don't know. It just is not like a uh it's not a very interesting and by the way uh using my phone on the couch i mean to play games not like to scroll twitter i do that <laughs> but right yeah you know, exactly. the, like we're talking about a lack, long form game yeah yeah plus the lack of like actual physical analog like joysticks and stuff like that is, yeah I, yeah i hate uh, i hate mobile games for that reason like you ha- almost have to like get a controller to attach to your your phone yeah well games like like card games and stuff like that are fine like puzzle games that's all fine like i don't really like they don't require the tactile feedback of that but um i I kind of want to a game that absolutely needs tactile feedback from the thumbstick too we have enemies that are doing area of effect attacks like line attacks and like rounded attacks like you need to get around this person or they start throwing out waves of projectiles and it's like i need to move out of the way and it's like yeah actually uh what you can do is try to move your thumb in a way that the game realizes you're trying to use your thumbstick and then slowly move in the other direction yeah um i kind of want to wrap up our thoughts here a little bit Mm -hmm. but uh indy i know you have some thoughts i'll go to you Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'll preface it with I used to be very, very biased uh, in, in loving Blizzard for the longest time uh, since probably like 2003 on up to like 2013, 14 ish. Uh, and it kind of died down after Diablo three because it just kind of I don't know, it just took the Diablos and just made it a little too simple, still down, even though the art and the music was just on point. Uh, it's still a good game, though. Like, I'm, I'm not knocking Diablo three. But since then, I pretty much hated them for a ton of reasons, uh, even for Destiny 2 and hooking their claws into that stuff. Um, that just, I, I don't know, that burned me. Uh, but after looking at Diablo Immortal, um, it is everything I assumed it was going to be. It is, it is, oh God, there's so many, it makes me mad, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. go crazy about it. But uh, it is free to play game. It has the free to play format of, guess what? We're going to get you eventually. Sure, yeah. whatever uh cosmetics never against that i've always loved that cool that's like a it's like a love mechanic in my eyes like if you love the game you'll support it in that way and let me tell you they make uh bukus off of that just look at like fortnite or whatever um and and that's great that's cool but it looks like they basically just took diablo 3 it's just diablo 3 to me like every time i watch it i haven't played any of it because i don't want to i don't want to waste the hours no offense Mm -hmm. anybody but it just (laughs) it looks like a dumber diablo 3 yeah, and I hate to be like crude, but I mean, it's what it looks like. Everything I've been seeing, right? Um, not only that, uh, and I think mobile is smart. I think that's a cool decision, actually. I'm totally for that. I get that. It might not be good on every phone. It might be good on some. Mobile gaming is not particularly comfortable. Sometimes you need other accessories to make it decent, uh, and that's just that's just unfortunately just how it is right now. Um, but <laughs> it just. It's just it's just really showing the true form of Blizzard and how greedy they are and how much they want to milk that nostalgia out of you until you are just dry. And that's just, oh, God, it bothers me. Oh, and yeah, then, for sure. You know, to top it off, they've been dumbing down their games. No offense to anybody again over the years <laughs> since like, I don't know, like 2008, nine ish, something like that. And I played Diablo one, Diablo two. Wow. And, and stuff. Um, not so much their RTSs. I'm just not an RTS guy. But uh, it's been getting dumber and dumber and like 
I noticed in Diablo 3, you just blow through most of the content. Like, it's dumb easy until you get to riffs and greater riffs. Totally different. I get it. Love it. It was fun for a while. Uh, the season mechanics are cool. Awesome. But this is just... Uh, it's kind of like a slap on the face in my eyes, even though I'm not playing it, which is kind of ironic. Uh, but what makes me the most mad, and it's kind of weird besides their obviously greedy approach, because the business formula is showing so hard, like way beyond any love that they ever had in their games, um, is the fact that they come to mobile in this almost gotcha-like system, this free-to-play formula that is so heavily just buy these crests you know and it's like please mm -hmm. stop dude and you kind of i mean you don't i don't want to play this game for 10 years dude i'll play it for like two or three i guess the most i've ever played a game other than like single player stuff i'll revisit and, and it's just the way they do it it feels like a like a slap in the face to to other <laughs> like this formula's been around for a while why are they coming at this so effing late Oh, man, like, come on, dude. Just get with the times, please. <laughs> like, There's also tons of things that they learned in the past that uh, that they decided to go back on. The game does have an auction yeah. house, which does uh, open up by the time that you hit. I think it's like level 25 or 26. Okay. Uh, no real world dollars for the auction house. But yeah, like you can you can imagine the in-game economy is fucked. Uh, then obviously, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, you're gonna need gold in order to level up, uh, your yeah. different items, your gems, so on and so forth. So, of course, there are gold farmers that immediately just flood immediately. the in game chat. And if you're on phone, mm -hmm. it's literally in the middle of the screen, it's just <laughs> constantly going, Hey, we'll get gold for your account while you're sleeping. You know, that's more annoying uh, than ever. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's literally Baron's chat from World of Warcraft for all my uh, OG vanillas and Burning Crusaders out there. You know the Baron's Brutal. chat. You remember. But yeah, that's it's lovely. It's like everything and, and, that they learned before they just decided to act like they have amnesia. Yeah. And speaking of, you know, gold farmers and such, that's that's also a problem. This is now a free to play format, which is like super riddled with that type of of uh, uh demographic of you know gold farmers or something farmers whatever making a profit can't say i blame them but at the same time oh god that's gonna mess with that game real hard and even if you get rid of them just come back on a free account like doesn't yep. matter um overall uh i hate it you know <laughs> as with everything blizzard activision and i haven't even played it and i'm glad i didn't i'm so glad uh, and I think that pretty much sums up my thoughts on it. I despise Blizzard, so here we are. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, anything else on on Diablo Immortal? Uh, just, a, just a short thing in closing. Okay. So basically, uh, if you are a hardcore Diablo fan, know that Diablo Immortal throws the entire story of Diablo 3 out the window treats this more like 3.5, takes everything that gave your characters agency in 3 and just decides to uh, do the laundry and make you wear it again. Uh, all these NPCs that died in 3, yeah, they didn't die, and they're here to give you more quests and talk at you. Um, i definitely like to note that you'll be locked out of enjoying all of your endgame activities like rifts and stuff like that unless you do drop a fuckload of money like we've been saying. 
and the game will constantly try to make you to get those uh, make those purchases at the end of dungeons when you level up every time that you uh, open up a different menu you get a reminder every day to look at the uh, at the boxes the loot boxes and things like that to purchase and then at the end of uh, quest lines like I said as well uh, just make sure sh- like they just try to give you a crumb and then also show you that you're only 15 to 99 dollars away from having the cake so in closing it's basically a diablo adjacent game that tries to clone what made diablo 3 fun while trying to get you to buy diablo 3 over and over again every five to ten minutes um personally i might try to play every character class until i get tired of uh being constantly berated to spend money but that's being optimistic, man. Uh, I put, like I said, about 1,100 hours into Diablo 3 over the course of the 10 years it was out. Uh, so it's just something that I kind of mindlessly zombie away. And so it's like, it's no different than any other cell phone game for me. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Otherwise, I say we go to break. Let's go to break. Break it is. Green? Yeah, I'm good. All right, guys, we'll be back in two minutes. <laughs> Stay right there. All right, and we are back. Thank you guys for letting us take that break. We we, we kind of started the show out on something a little sour, right? We started out a little sour. Let's go into something sweet. Indy, you've been playing V Rising. Tell us all about it. V Rising. Yeah, I'd be happy to. I think um, I think it's only available on PC right now, uh, but it is a survival game. Uh, it is very vampire gothic themed. Uh, you are essentially a vampire trying to become the vampire lord of all the lands and then some uh, and essentially put in this world that absolutely hates you. Uh, so it's it's interesting. Everything wants to murder you because you're a vampire. Uh, it is I think it was $20 when I bought it. I don't know if it's on deal uh, anywhere or not. It's uh, pretty, pretty easy on the eyes, pretty easy on on the pocket as well. Um, yeah. and I don't think it's terribly difficult to run it, uh, graphically speaking. Um, and, and this is an early access game. Typically I am not, I, I try not to buy early access because I just, I just been burned a lot, a lot of bad experiences, it's just too yeah. much of a wait. And I'm just like, you know what, whatever, dude, I'm just going to wait. And this one I got suckered into because I love playing with my boy casual knowledge. I love this dude. Um, and he was just like, we got to play, we got to play, we got to play. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> just dreading it at first. Uh, so we picked it up and, uh, you know, it's got a cool little character creator to start with, um, lots of hairstyles and stuff. You're a sexy vampire, no matter what male, female, whatever. Um, I don't know. Is there other gender options with a male, female? I'm not really sure. Hopefully there is. Um, if not, I'm sure they'll put it in eventually. Yeah. But, uh, the aesthetic of the game is great. Um, it's just very smooth, well put together. The physics are nice. Everything's very flowy. It's got good shadowing. It's just a gorgeous game. Uh, and it's not like a super detailed game. Um, it's kind of got that um, breath of the wildness to it, where you have like these these nice shaded and colored characters and features, but it's not like super detailed. But your mind just kind of like fills in the detail. Um, but it's a very pretty world. It plays very much like an ARPG, like Diablo, but thankfully not Diablo. Uh, but it is a survival game at heart. Um, you are a vampire trying to survive. You start off in a graveyard. You get to choose what side of this fairly large map. Uh, that you want to kind of emerge from. Uh, now, you can play on public servers. You can play on your own server. You can host a server and let your buddies join, uh, which which would host from you, obviously. 
And you can also do a dedicated server, uh, which you can set up on your PC, which I've heard some people have trouble with. A little finicky right now, early access again. Um, but dedicated servers is another option they have, whether you do it, or you have an extra PC to do it, whether uh, you go to like a private company to do it. Um, it's pretty pretty dope, and that's what my friend Casual Knowledge and I play on, is dedicated server from uh, an alternative company. Um, and it's great. We love it. Uh, but anyways, you venture out, and it is... What I love about it most is it's it's very well organized, right? You're never like, oh God, where do I go? What do I do? You're not wandering around for an eternity. You're basically mostly looking at your blood altar to tell you where to go to fight these uh, V-blooded humans. They're very, very powerful bosses. Um, so if you ever get lost, you can look at that and basically just tackle those anytime you don't know. Uh, what I really love about the game is that not only does everything hate you as a vampire, but... And, and obviously, they, everything pretty much wants to kill you. Um, but you, everything's challenging. Even just the environment is challenging because the sun absolutely sucks in this game. <laughs> you can eventually get, like, sun resistance and stuff, and you can always hide in, in the shadows to help prevent any damage. But there is a quick buildup initially, and eventually it'll be a very slow buildup if you have decent equipment or potions or whatever. Uh, there's a lot of crafting options in the game. Uh, with customization it's very like i said it's very gothic vampire like you would expect absolutely gorgeous uh you'll be doing plenty of farming for materials uh whether it's bone stone wood uh various metal ores etc uh, a lot like any other survival game you would play and what's nice about it is and i'm not much of a stickler for survival games that's part of why i was actually dreading it at first but um you don't really have to worry about food and water so much as you just have to worry about blood and it's a very, very, very slow drain. Um, you could be out for, I don't know, uh, at least, I think, probably close to like an hour straight without having to ever feed if you don't have to. Uh, there are powers that utilize that blood, uh, but just the blood by itself, you don't have to worry about for the most part. Um, so I guess... It's, man, I don't know where to go from here. So essentially, the world is designed in that you start in kind of a starting area. Things are fairly easy, and then it gets harder as you progress. The V-blooded enemies are all very different in how they attack and approach you, their special abilities, all that, and they are very challenging, and that's probably one of the things I love most about it. Um, but it's... Man, it's a beautiful game. For 20 bucks and early access, this thing just... I've poured so many hours into it, and I'm just still in love with it. Still have not beaten all the bosses. Uh, or ventured in all the areas and gotten all the things I've wanted. Uh, but there's no tricks. There's no gimmicks. I mean, it's just 20 bucks. Go to it. It's a yeah. beautiful survival game. It's challenging. You can invite your friends. And it is weirdly fluid and just smooth as butter. Um, there, I think, for early access, there's I've only found one bug personally. And that's where some of the V-blooded humans will sometimes warp. Uh, like, they're typically wandering around, some of them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they'll warp back to their origin back and forth. Uh, but it's pretty rare, thankfully. And um, it's, it's, I mean, it's pretty easy to, well, you could just run away. And what's cool about being a vampire, too, by the way, is uh, you're not just a vampire. Um, you will find equipment uh, drops. You will find silver, which burns a little bit, but eventually it's not so bad. Um, you get different forms, like the wolf form. You get a bear form, a rat form. Uh, human form is you can just chill out in a village and nobody's going to ask questions, even if you're like slightly smoldering from the sun. Weird, but okay. Uh, <laughs> it's really it's really silly in that aspect, but I love it. Uh, or you can just be chilling out in the woods like a weirdo staring at the villagers and they're just like, yeah, this is okay. 
Um, but it's great. Uh, it is. It is. God, it's just hours of fun. So yeah. Can I don't I, know, you guys got any questions on it or things? I, I mean, I have some info here that we can share about. Yeah. The um, like you said, it's twenty dollars. It hasn't been on sale at all. Um, I have some okay. system requirements here. Uh, I, the only it is only on PC. I think it's only available on Steam. If I'm if I'm seeing this correctly. Um, I think so. System requirements for anyone that's interested requires a 64-bit operating system. It's only available for Windows 10, Intel Core i5, 6600, or a 3.3 gigahertz. Uh, I'm sorry, 3.3 gigahertz or an AMD Ryzen 5 1500X at 3.5 gigahertz. Uh, you need 12 gigs of RAM, an NVIDIA GeForce GTX 750 Ti 2 gigs, or an AMD Radeon R7 360 2 gigs. Uh, and then you need seven gigs on your hard drive space and, of course, a broadband internet connection. But uh, they make a note here that the minimum uh, system requirements might change in the future depending on the updates. So keep an eye on that. Um, yeah. Any Anything that else you guys need to know from the uh, Steam page that I can tell you? That about covers that. Okay be good i think it's a very interesting game to watch uh let alone play yeah uh it, it's definitely uh something that uh, as someone who has seen someone play it, it it does uh look like something i may pick up in the future um, especially for a game that's only 20 yeah mm -hmm. It is definitely fun to watch. I will say that. For, like, if this game has anything going for it, other than what Andy outlined, is that it is very fun to watch. I can see this ha game having a um, having a very robust community around it. Yeah, and I, I love the feature of, because you are a vampire, it does have, like, a day and night cycle. Um, and, like, you can be out in the day, but you have to be in, like, the shadows, which is really cool. Uh, there's also a uh, blood moon cycle. Uh... I, I forget how often it occurs, uh, how many days it might be like 14, 15 or something. I don't know. Uh, but it makes you more powerful at night or uh, in that in that blood moon. I think it's like 20 or 30 percent better stats from whatever blood you've absorbed. That's uh, yeah. And, and speaking of uh, you get there are different classes in the game. You can be there's like rogue, uh, brute, warrior. Uh, I don't know. And a few others. Uh, but it depends on which human you suck blood from, because you can suck blood from just about any creature in this game and uh, essentially absorb their class or classification if they have one. And it gives you different perks. So you could be any class at any time, technically. And eventually you can take them prisoner and drain their blood and feed them rats. It's great. <laughs> so does it feel like way more fleshed out than, uh, say, like other early access games that you've played then? Like it seems oh God, like there's yes. a... It seems yes. like there's a ton to do. There is. Yeah, it's it's I mean, this what's weird is like when I play this game, I know it's early access, but it doesn't feel like it. So that's good. It feels very fleshed out. I'm sure they're going to add more. I don't know how long it's going to be in early access, but man. Freaking stellar. Yeah, that looks it, I mean, I've been uh, allow me to say a pun enthralled enchanted <laughs> ah! perhaps uh, <laughs> watching you and others play v rising it it just um it's a really fun different take i think on this style of game like valheim was like ah, i've seen this this is neat whatever 
but this game is just like somehow wholesome yet gothic and you know that's that's kind of my my entire shtick so yeah i have to agree with you yeah uh anything else on v rising i've got nothing i can't think of nothing else yet do you guys want to talk the sony state of play yeah oh yeah harsh all right so the sony state of play we're kind of kicking off the uh the uh the summer news cycle a little bit here with it um and uh yeah they had that was last week and it revealed actually quite a bit um Sorry, I, I'm just multitasking like a motherfucker. Um, so let's start with the games that are coming to the PlayStation VR. Uh, and then we'll go to the games that are going over to PC. And then what's coming to PS5. So PSVR 2 is getting Resident Evil Village, No Man's Sky. And we saw uh, more of The Walking Dead, Saints, and Sinners Chapter 2. And Horizon Call of the Mountain. Um, coming to PC is Marvel's Spider-Man, which I'm pretty sure, Green, you've been wanting to play that for a while, right? I, I have been wanting to play the sequel. Oh, the Miles Morales. Uh, well, the, Miles Morales. The, well, uh, Miles Morales is a standalone. I am waiting for uh, Marvel's like Amazing Spider-Man uh, 2. Oh, okay. Uh, which will, I guarantee, will not come on the PC for a long time. Um, but the funny thing about that is, like, uh, I saw a video of a guy who cut his uh, exclusive Spider-Man PS4 in half with a saw because he was mad that uh, uh, Sony was allowing this game to go to PC. Oh Which, uh, if you're someone like that who's pissed off because an exclusive no longer becomes an exclusive, um, you need to reevaluate your fucking life. Okay? Seek therapy. Yeah, oh. like, uh, it's like the, it's the same argument as, oh, I had to pay for that, so everyone else should have to pay for that. Burn like, your car heart. <laughs> like, it's like, in, insane to me like yeah. you were you were literally sawed money in half yeah like something you paid for yeah. in half you think that hurt sony absolutely right. not that hurt fucking you and only you you know what uh, hurt, hurt sony <laughs> sorry uh sending morbius back to theaters <laughs> yeah um i still haven't watched oh that no it's morbius sweet morbid out yo it's more than time. More time. <laughs> uh, so then we saw trailers and gameplay for Street Fighter 6, Final Fantasy 16, Stray, which also comes to PlayStation Plus in July, Roller Dome, The Callisto Protocol, Season, A Letter to the Future, Tunic, and Eternal Nights. Uh, one thing I do want to mention on this one is uh, Stray is actually on Steam right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it yep. is on sale. And then uh, Stray is going to the to be free on that PlayStation Plus platform. Yeah. Same thing with uh, that Spider-Man remake. That remake will be free to PlayStation users, and it comes with all the heckin' DLC that came out for it. So that's a, that's a lot of Spider-Man. Yeah. So anything here excite you guys? I know the Callisto Protocol, uh, that one kind of got... Of it. Most of it excites you? Yeah. yeah, same. Uh, as I say, the Callisto Protocol, it had like definitely has me interested. Um, that shit looked brutal. Yeah, well, it's a it's from members of the Dead Space team, and it I mean it gives you Dead Space vibes for sure. Um, 
Final Fantasy 16 no, looked pretty hype. Lots of classic uh, Final Fantasy summons. That might be. I think that's gonna. That looks pretty fucking dope. I think that might be pretty fucking dope. Where you yeah, say, I saw the trailer for Callisto Protocol. Is that gonna be only on PlayStation or I think is that so. also coming straight to PC? Because I'm not gonna buy a PS5 just for these games. They would yeah. have to do something absolutely wild to get me to buy a PS5. Oh, uh, sorry, what, what was your question there, Green? If a uh, Callisto Protocol was going on Steam as well, or yeah, if it it's was coming to Windows only. I was yep. gonna okay. say, yeah, right. I would be cool. surprised if it wasn't for sure. Yeah, uh, Callisto cool. Protocol is gonna be on PS5, Xbox, uh, PS4, Xbox One, and okay. Microsoft Windows. Okay, good, so, good, yeah. good, good. And like, as far Dan, uh, Danny, you brought up that like Callisto Protocol uh, had like some of the people involved with Dead Space on it. Man, like, okay, okay, all right. Let me tell you something. Dead Space is one of my favorite games ever in the whole wide world. And uh, I had a small funeral when EA bought Visceral Games. And I was like, all right, well, it's going to get turned into Chum now. Uh, So, like, we're talking about Striking Distance, uh, which is, like, a little formation of a group that was like a studio with like PUBG Corporation, now PUBG Studios, that was helmed by Glenn Schofield, who previously co-created the Dead Space series. And then like later on, you had others like Steve uh, uh, Papoutsis, I think his name is. Uh, He also co-developed that whole series. And then uh, like up to the point where Schofield left. And then like, like we're talking about the designers, the animation director, uh, like 25, somewhere between 25 and 30 former people from Visceral Games and Sledgehammer Games coming together to make uh, Striking Distance, which is the studio working on Callisto Protocol. When I was, uh, when I got to watch Indy watch this showcase and see oh, his right. face light up. <laughs> When he saw yeah. this, I was like, dude, this is Dead Space, like, the actual, the actual next Dead Space game. Fuck the remake. Forget what you know. Callisto Protocol is the thing. It's what I'm here for. It does that look will, very promising. I'm That will sell stoked. me a PS5, dude. Uh-huh. Yep. So, what, uh, Indy, what, uh, yeah. what is exciting you? What is tickling your testicles here? Oh Jesus! So much. Um. So <laughs> to start off, I'm excited for the wrong reasons for this. I'm sure, but Resident Evil Village. Now, I'm not a fan of VR in general. It still kind of feels gimmicky for the most part, and it's very dumbed down gameplay, which kind of needs to be because it's VR. It's clunky. It's weird. It's hard. Takes adjustment. You know, it is what it is. But man, Mommy D. Yes, that's the reason I'm excited for that. Other than her and <laughs> yeah, out of baby. Other than her, I don't care. But as far as VR for Horizon, oh my god, just the atmosphere and the things you can do in that looks so good. I just want to live there. That is a stellar game choice for VR, and it's gonna be. I think that's gonna be like just bestseller. Like it's gonna be amazing. Um, so I'm very excited for that. Callisto Project, obviously. I've been waiting for a good Dead Space. Um, De- uh, Dead Space 2 is where it stopped for me. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
after that, I was just like, what is this crap? Um, yeah. But it was a but this for sure. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, it happens, you know. But uh, Callisto Project looks absolutely gorgeous. Um, it is very dead space. It seems to be back towards those roots in, in many good ways. Uh, I look forward to it very much. Uh, Stray. Stray is effing adorable. I'm not really... Like, I love cats, but I'm not really... I don't want to own one, even though I do. He's actually really great. We got really lucky. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not, like, crazy about cats or anything. But Stray, I mostly just want to play it for the, the weird story and the robots. I love robots. Robots are great. Uh, but that looks like a really good game. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, what's the price right now? Does anybody know? Um, it is actually on sale right now on Steam. Yeah. Um, and I believe it was 26. Let me double check. because I, I, I had it on my screen and then I lost it. Okay. $26.99. Uh, you know, yeah, $26.99. That's, that's on not sale bad. From, it's on sale from, I think, the uh, normal price is $29.99. Yeah, 10, 10% off right now. A Even whole... if I get like six hours out of that, I wouldn't even be mad. But mm -hmm. that that's gonna be a fun game. I know my girlfriend's gonna love it. She's all about some cats and stuff. So, uh, God, what else? What else was there on that list? I gotta look up a list. You got it on you by chance? Uh, there was uh, Roller Dome season. Roller Dome. Yeah. Uh, Street Fighter. Roller Dome. Oh yeah, Street Fighter. Oh, it looks so good. I haven't all played Street the... Fighter. Since like two, <laughs> and right. that just all the sleeveless bring hoodies, Cindy. Every character Bro. having sleeveless hoodies. Bro, on point. Every one of the them. Style. Ridiculous, <laughs> but I love it because they look good. <laughs> the music right. for that whole that whole preview was fantastic. The game looks great. It looks like they're gonna show a lot of roots and origins. Like, dude, I'm here for that. This is beautiful. Yeah. Takes place after Street Fighter Five, but also after Street Fighter Three Third Strike. <laughs> but not after Street Fighter 4 or 2. <sighs> yeah, it's going to be weird, but I love it. <laughs> uh, green. Uh, yeah. Is there anything here that uh, excited you? Um, I mean, Callisto Protocol looked pretty pretty dope. Uh, I saw the trailer for that. Um, it looks dope. It looks absolutely terrifying. It's probably something I'm never going to play ever. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, I mean, like Stray looks looks pretty interesting as well. I mean, again, uh, something I'm probably gonna play because it's just, um, yeah, eh. Um, but uh, definitely the Spider Man, uh, and Spider Man Miles Morales going on PC. Like, I probably won't buy the Spider Man like the, the original one, but I will definitely pick up the Miles Morales when it comes to PC. Yeah. Um, just because I haven't played that because I I haven't booted up my my ps4 years yeah at this point um really it's outdated tech and i just I, I can't bring myself to buy a console when i have you know a, a pc that works better than the ps4 and on like at level with the ps5 you know so mm -hmm. i uh, I, just, I, I can't bring myself to do it so yeah um it, which which brings me hope though that sony is moving away from the like exclusivity and realizing that they can make a boatload more money if they release everything to uh you know like pc and uh playstation um mainly because i really want to play god of war ragnarok um and spider-man too 
So hopefully they're they're opening their eyes to the possibility that they can make a lot more money. A lot more money. Yeah. Uh any other thoughts uh on on the Sony state of play? Just uh happy with what we saw, surprised we didn't see uh, a trailer or just like a formal announcement of Death Stranding 2. Uh but yeah, Callisto yeah. Protocol looks great. Street Fighter 6 is going to be more Street Fighter. Hopefully it's better than 5. Uh, they don't have to do much to be better than it because the bar is pretty damn low. Final <laughs> Fantasy 16 looks pretty neat. I've always wanted to take my summons and mash them together like action figures. So that'll be cool. But yeah, that was uh, it was at least better than the last state of play. I'll say that. Yeah. Uh, if that's it on that, let's talk about uh, deals of the month. Deals of the month. Uh, yeah. So for show of the month, let's talk about what you guys can pick up for free and or pretty cheap. Uh, I'm gonna start out with uh, HIO. Uh, they have the Queer Games Bundle. It comes with uh, 588 games for as little as ten dollars. It's a pay what you want thing, and it goes to supporting uh queer uh game developers. So definitely a good deal to check out and and um you know support support some smaller indie devs, especially those in the queer community um twitch uh if you guys have twitch prime which of course you can always uh subscribe uh if you have twitch prime uh for free once a month to a creator of your choice i highly recommend subscribing to indie or either of my lovely co-hosts uh but the games you can get for free is uh escape from monkey island wrc8 fia world rally championship uh calico uh astrologaster astrologaster Astrologaster. I mm. like the name. <laughs> Astrologaster sounds like some sort of like anal fissure cream. Um, <laughs> you ain't wrong. <laughs> oh, That's wow. an image I needed in my head today. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and then uh, across the grooves, which I believe is like an entirely I I believe I've heard this heard of this before. Did Rev uh, review it? Rev loved that game. Yeah. I, I believe it's the one uh, that gave off the, um, like, tell me why, uh, um, what's, the, what's the other games? Uh, and uh, 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 Life is Strange. Life is Strange, that's it. Yeah. Um, something about, like, a... Uh, it's about, like, a record I, I know player. It was, I, yeah, it was, like, a record, something about a record, and, uh, like... It was foreign. I believe it was like made in. Don't France. Tell me in the comments. I think it was like France. I think. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Far Cry Four. Uh, you can get that for free on Ubisoft Connect with your Twitch Prime account. Which uh, I would say for uh, Far Cry Four is worth playing, but also it's Ubisoft, and I don't actively advocate for people to uh give Ubisoft the time of day until they fix their culture. Um. Just like how I still don't, hasn't happened, by the way, still hasn't happened as much as I also want to say that about uh, Blizzard. I did. We did just do like an entire thing on Blizzard, but um. right. Ubisoft game, climb tower, look at map, jump off tower, kill man, go next tower. <laughs> That's I, a really solid summary. <laughs> I, I like I like Far Cry series, the Far Cry series, though. Uh, I like I, three. I like three. I like four. I liked five. I haven't played six because uh, of my dedication to not giving Ubisoft money. 
Um, on Humble Bundle, you can get the CD Sky Legends Bundle that ends on 615 and the Rockstar Games sale up to 65% off. That ends in like five days. Uh, Mendachi, you got uh, what's coming up with PlayStation? Yeah, uh, so PlayStation is a little bit behind the times. Uh, they still have their days of play up, probably because of the state of play. So uh, we're probably going to have to touch base on this next week. Uh, state uh, Days of play goes until the 8th. Right now, you've got 60% off. Like So, I mean, like literally, if you do this tonight or tomorrow when this uh when this actually gets uploaded they've just got their their games under 20 bucks which is kind of like their uh old guard you've got your mortal combats your assassin's creed batman uh red dead so on and so forth there's a a mistype here it's not uh under 20 bucks but tiny tina's wonderlands is 20 percent off at 55.99 but you'll find that in the games under 20 dollars tab for their best sellers uh they're really pushing star wars skywalker saga and uh wwe 2k22 along with uh the show so uh there's there's tons of stuff here uh oh, far cry 6 is only 23.99 since we just brought that up death loop same thing 23.99 and uh if you've been waiting out on cyberpunk cyberpunk 2077 is finally back up on the uh, digital storefront i think it's been there for a couple months it's currently only 24.99 uh but yeah i mean these these deals are only going to be good until i want to say uh 12 a.m going into uh, the ninth. So you have literally tonight as we are live and tomorrow, the eighth to grab those, uh, for Nintendo, they don't have a lot going on as far as their sales go. Uh, it's pretty lackluster right now, right? Surprise. <laughs> so save now on the overwatch. It's 50% off until June, uh, like 15th it's $20. Uh, that seems like to me, as someone who's played hundreds of hours of Overwatch, sadly, and I'll never get those back, but uh, probably one of the worst ways to play Overwatch that you could choose, but it's a choice that you could make. And then Shantae has their 20th anniversary. If you're not familiar with Shantae, I don't know what to tell you, man. She's been going around doing magic for 20 years. Uh, all of her games are, well, not every game, but most of her games are on sale right now on the Switch. Uh, uh, until the 16th, so there's tons of Shantae games, so if you're looking for something fun for your kid to play, or if you're an old-school lover of the Shantae games, definitely give that a check, uh, because that's so light. Let me just say, on Humble, you've got some really awesome other other things on sale, like Inscription for $11, or, uh, like, uh, Elden Ring is also on sale. There's mm. there's tons of stuff over there. You should click our link, uh, which is our affiliate link, so you can actually help out the channel and go shopping because there's a lot of cool stuff on there, including Starfinder books. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, One thing I do have to mention about Nintendo, mm -hmm. my fiance mm -hmm. picked up uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm -hmm. um, that game came out in 2017. It's five years old. Yes. It has. It is still at the full price on the online store. Yep. That the blows game. my mind. It's just how it is. It's Nintendo, it's, man. It, it, it blows my mind. I, like, I have to keep telling her that if she plans on buying like a AAA title Nintendo game, 
we need to start going to the used store and buying the like the cards. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's cheaper. <laughs> so yeah. much yeah. cheaper. Find, uh, Nintendo find is very much game store. Nintendo's very much the Disney of of the gaming consoles. They are strict on prices and quick to take down anything that's even remotely close to an IP that they own. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're also it's, pushing it's... their uh Ooh. they're also pushing their refurbished store so uh if you want oh, really? to pay basically uh more than you know say market value for most things and they've already been handled by somebody else and broken and sent in to go get fixed uh you oh, can no. just buy things that are refurbished from them like a switch light for 170 dollars refurbished <laughs> or a like switch light a Ugh. Yeah, or a full-on uh, Nintendo Switch red and blue Joy-Con refurbished for two hundred and fifty-nine ninety-nine. Uh, <laughs> that's okay. almost one hundred fifty dollars uh, cheaper than brand new out the yeah. out, off the factory line. Um, Green, what's going on with Xbox? Yes, we have some uh, Xbox games uh, pass news. Um, Earlier this month on June 1st, For Honor Marching Fire Edition came to Cloud Console and PC. On June 2nd, Ninja Gaiden the Master Collection went on for console and PC. And then as of today, uh, Assassin's Creed Origins is now available for consoles on Game Pass. Uh, Chorus and Disco Room both come to Cloud Console and PC uh, today. And then Space Lines from the Far Out comes to console and pc that's today uh, uh, on june 21st sorry oh real quick mendachi corrected me in the chat and i just want to get it out there it's only How 40 dollars less than the brand new uh the switch uh continue i'm sorry green okay so rude i can't do this anymore <laughs> june 21st shadow run trilogy comes to console and pc uh and then escape academy comes to console on june 28th however there are some games that are losing, uh, like leaving Game Pass on June 15th. Um, so if you want to play them, uh, make sure you get your time in before they're gone. That includes Darkest Dungeon, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance, Greedfall, Limbo, and Worms Rumble. Okay. Like yeah. The only one I could see anyone like being super duper excited to well, Greedfall was kind of a flop, right? Yeah, I didn't think anyone like was like super hyped about that. Like, I was hyped. The hype build up, and then the yeah. drop. Yeah, I was hyped till I saw it was by Spider Games, which cranks out a whole bunch of clone games that are clunky as shit. It's Ooh. uh, it's about as clunky as OG Dragon Age Origins, and it has the same exact graphics, and uh, it's pretty bad. It's pretty dookie poo poo bad. Yeah, I mean, I I saw a lot of people who really enjoyed Darkest Dungeon. Darkest, yeah, like, oh, I mean, yeah. Darkest Dungeon's a that's, good that's game. That's pretty tight. Yeah, yeah, but like the games that they're adding on are just, yeah, yeah. Sequels been out. yeah best. Um, yeah, Assassin's Creed Origins has been out for forever. So yeah. Jesus, yeah, that's Ninja that's Gaiden. Old. It's mm -hmm. the Master Collection. I mean, it's Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, uh, I want to mention real quick that I. Uh, GOG does have their summer sale going on right now. Ooh. Hell yeah. So you can check that out too. Um, An opportunity to buy, buy The Witcher 3 on <laughs> sale again uh, this year. Cyberpunk is 50% off. <laughs> Dude. 
Let's um, get extra fifty percent less crusty. bugs. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. Anything else that we want to talk about? No. Oh. Just one more thing. <laughs> yeah. That I'm excited about from the the playthrough stuff. Resident Evil Four. I don't know why I forgot about it. I'm just oh, blacked yeah. out. I don't know what happened. I'm very excited for that, but I hope they give it the Resident Evil Two treatment because that was oh amazing. Yeah. You and uh, I three, talked ad so nauseum about that. Yeah. Like we were if they give we it the two treatment, then we're good. But also, yeah. where is my Resident Evil Director's Cut remake? God! Man, me, screw your Director's Cut. Give me Code Veronica. <laughs> That's fair, too. Both. Can we just have both? <laughs> give me both. Both of them. I'm, I'm greedy. Give it all. <laughs> well, guys. Okay. That's it. Okay. Well, I think that's going to wrap up the show then. Indy, what's coming up yeah. with you? Uh, <laughs> more Elden Ring, man. I am stuck. Stuck so hard. It's going to be another like 80 hours at least on this uh, seamless co-op brought, brought to you by uh, Luki, who also did the co-op for uh, Sekiro. Uh, he did it for Elden Ring. It's pretty solid so far. There's one game-breaking bug uh, that they're trying to get everybody to join and that they're also working on fixing. Um, and combined with the randomizer, where it randomizes pretty much every item if you wanted to in the game, uh, it, it breathes new life into Elden Ring for me. Me Haunted and Vulgar and Mina and Salty and other people are just going through it, and it's great, and I love it. And I'm just, like, in love with Elden Ring again. I'm stuck on it until, uh, you know, something better comes out. Green, what's coming up with you? Ooh. Sorry, I think you I think you cut out. Yeah. You did green. Yeah. You did green. <laughs> there you go. Me? Green? Me? You. you. Me. Also, give me your dog. Let oh, me fight you for one? your dog, Green. The the which shepherd. One? I saw was that shepherd. The shepherd? You can have yeah. it for free. Oh. Oh my god, yes. I'm driving up there tomorrow, dude. All right. Uh you'll have to fight the actual owner of the dog. However, I do not care if you take that dog. Easy, I got it. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, stuff is coming. Uh, uh, probably going to be playing Hunt Showdown in Star Citizen this week. Mainly Hunt Showdown because I, I miss playing it every day because I'm obsessed with that game. Um, but you can catch me on twitch.tv forward slash Mr. Green Elite. Uh, also on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all, all the works, TikTok. Um, and just uh, grinding away, like writing out some stuff for YouTube and getting footage and um like actually putting stuff together now that i actually have my own uh software uh adobe stuff and i have it between two pcs so i can jump back and forth like camera pc to gameplay footage pc and still keep that crisp 1080 beautifulness so hopefully we'll have something soon on both my personal channel and next nothing's channel so excellent mandachi Hi. Uh, so, uh, my other co-host of Podcast for Two People, uh, which we put out uh, an episode last week, super fun, about New York Ninja, the movie that never should have been from a Hong Kong Kung Flu, Kung Flu, Kung Fu master, uh, John Liu. Uh, you should definitely check that out. That was super fun this week. Not sure what we're going to get up to, but... Uh, as far as the gaming channel, the twitch.tv backslash Mandachi, me and Brent, as well as our friend Vic, will likely be dueling each other on uh, a game that Brent had shown me uh, last week called Hellish Court, 
quart as in quarts of blood that you will be spilling. Uh, it's a kind of like physics based um, sword dueling game where it's like just Ooh. about one hit will kill you. And it's like first uh, first one to win three rounds uh, typically. And it came out last year. It's only 17 bucks. Uh, really highly rated. Um, I got uh, got a few copies and spread them around to some friends last week. I will definitely be uh, doing that. Maybe playing as like a friar with a with a two handed long sword, trying to cut off some heads. I don't know. Uh, and then probably some more Monster Hunter. You know, we're we're getting close to to sunbreak so you know i gotta make some money but you know we'll see we'll see otherwise you can catch me on twitter uh talking about some stuff and um that's uh that's at only mendachi yeah excellent uh let's see coming up this week uh tomorrow and thursday uh hunt showdown <laughs> i got some youtube stuff on the second channel uh and then you guys can follow me on twitter at danny k i think I, I think that's the show guys i do believe it is um so yeah guys thanks for watching and listening it, your time with us is always appreciated of course we're not just interested in your time and your attention we are interested in your thoughts as well and anything that we talked about especially let us know your thoughts on the uh on diablo immortal also tell us all about uh that your answer to the question of the week which would be what would you name your game studio and what kind of games would you make? Let us know in the comments of YouTube. Uh, and yeah, uh, real quick, just on YouTube, make sure you guys subscribe, never miss an episode. And also uh, YouTube is like the definitive version of, well, YouTube and Spotify or really the podcast is it's the definitive version. When you guys join us live, we have some technical issues every once in a while. So if you guys did miss any part of the show or had any issues, uh, with this week's episode, please make sure you do check it out on YouTube if you really want to get the full experience. Um, but yeah, we're available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. If you guys want to catch us live, you can find us on Twitch every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Time. If you like what we do and want to help support us, uh, drop a like and subscribe. Ring that bell. That does help us out a ton. And if you really want to take it to the next level, the number one way of doing that is by telling your friends or uh, retweeting us on on twitter uh otherwise until next week stay safe stay healthy keep fighting the good fights and we'll talk to you guys again next week bye, bye. love you <laughs>